0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Monday. It is June 7th. It's 2021, and we have two baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Small slate here on Monday. Decided to record Monday morning instead of uh, Sunday night. Just a long weekend with NASCAR and everything. And, you know, felt like coming in refreshed for a small slate. I'm riding solo today, obviously, with the small slate. I think I can uh I think I can handle a two-game slate. So pumped up everyone had an awesome weekend. It was um you know a good weekend and ready for the week of baseball. Get back on track with baseball. We are presented by superdraft.com. If you guys haven't checked them out, no salary caps, don't worry about playing punts you can play all your favorite plays sign up using promo code grinders for a fifty dollar instant deposit alongside the fifty percent deposit match bonus up to five hundred dollars really like what they're doing over there on super draft so just looking at this slate overall we don't have a lot of great pitching so it's going to be one of those slates where on DraftKings you're you're looking at two guys and you're just hoping it works out and I mean the ownership is where it's going to come down to for me uh looking at this two game slate so we have projected ownership already posted at RotoGrinders, and you know just kind of looking at it overall Dylan Bundy is going to be the chalkiest pitcher on the slate just overall you know it's not even that close really so you know it's somewhat interesting when you're looking at the slate because I don't know in 150 teams if I would fade Dylan Bundy probably not like no doubt about it but I mean if you're playing to win a tournament I could definitely see going underweight on Dylan Bundy. It's just like he projects to outscore these guys by three, four, five points on most projection systems. So that's where I like run into the biggest issue is, I mean, raw points are going to matter on a four game slate. So, or two game slate, sorry. So, yeah, let's break down these two games and then, um, I'll just give final thoughts and then we'll get out of here. It's not going to be a long podcast today. Quick and to the point. Kansas City at LA take it on the Angels. This game opened at an eight and a half total. It's at a nine total now. This game opened as Angels minus 128. It's Angels minus 157 now. It is Jackson Coar against Dylan Bundy. We'll start here with Coar. Coar is making his major league debut on this slate. Really, really good changeup. You know, was digging into his numbers. Prospect with the Royals, uh, top 10 in the organization. And I mean, this is one that, you know, this guy has some has some ceilings. So big strikeout rate in the minors. Obviously, it's tough to kind of judge what's going to happen in the majors, but it's not like This is the best lineup in baseball right now. You know, Mike Trout being out of this lineup is huge. Um, They said he's not likely to return until after the All-Star break, Mike Trout. So, I mean, the Angels lineup is not scary. And we're getting a pitcher that has some strikeout upside at by far the lowest ownership on the slate. Nobody's going to want to play Jackson Coar. They don't know about him. But, I mean, you look at his AAA numbers this season, he started six games. He's pitched 31 innings. He has 41 strikeouts. His walks are, you know, a little concerning, but they're not terribly high. He has a 14% swinging strike rate, a 34% K rate. So, I mean, and he hasn't allowed a home run yet in AAA this season. So, I think this is a guy that I'm going to play, and it's more of just ownership. First of all with Dylan Bundy being so popular no one is going to want to play Bundy and Coar together so like that obviously makes Bundy it more in play if you're playing Coar in my opinion so i i like Jackson Coar here I, I think like you know it's 10 30 in the morning on the east coast we'll see a little bit more ownership throughout the day on him but i mean they're the biggest dogs on the slate this game has the higher total of the two games i don't think a lot of people are going to play Cor. dylan bundy on the other side i mean this is a guy with a 25.6 percent strikeout rate since the start of last season it's down a little bit this season good against righties struggles a little bit more against lefties you know gives up hard contact to both sides but big strikeout rate against righties has a really good slider, uses it a lot against righties, creates a lot of swing and strikes. His sinker is a pitch that has not been great this season, and he struggled with a little bit. But, I mean, you look at this lineup, and this lineup outside of Salvador Perez is really bad against sliders. So, I mean, this is a good spot for Dylan Bundy. He should pitch well here. You Know Salvador Perez obviously is the scary guy when it comes to sinkers too. So I mean if I'm if I'm Dylan Bundy, I'm just throwing Salvador Perez fastballs because that's what he struggles with the most out of his pitches. So um so yeah, I think Dylan Bundy, again, he's gonna be the highest known pitcher on the slate, but I mean he's he's in play because it's a two game slate and he should be the highest raw points play on the slate um bats in this game i mean as far as kansas city goes i don't think anybody's gonna play a lot of kansas city and i think you can go ben perez santana those guys are you know somewhat interesting i wish there was a little bit more lefty power in this lineup that we could take advantage of against bundy but there's not and one of the reasons why he's such a good play today but if you want to, like, get very contrarian on the slate and go full five-man stack, I mean, if you go Santana, Benintendi, and Perez, you can go Dozier, Merrifield, or you can go Merrifield-Lopez and do the wraparound stack. But I don't think because of the ownership on Bundy, you even have to do the wraparound stack today um, because I, just, I don't see Kansas City being popular at all on the slate. As far as the Angels go... I mean, I think the Angels are going to be a team that everybody's going to stack today. I think everyone's going to have Otani as a top play. Uh, Jared Walsh is 3,700. So I think, you know, you throw in Justin Upton, you have a a good three-man stack. They have the highest implied total on the slate. So, I mean, yeah, I think they're going to be popular. But this is where I just, like I said, this is where I want to get different. This is where I'm going to take my stand on this slate. I'm going to take my stand by playing cower and hoping the angels don't go and go off in this game and see what happens but i mean if you're not trying to take a stand especially in cash games i think you know you definitely want to get otani you definitely want to get walsh i think you want to get upton just man the rest of this lineup is just not great i mean you can add rendon in there but I mean, he's just, he's been struggling big time and yeah, it's just, it's super concerning. He's 4k and I mean, he he hit the ball a little bit better here over the last week. So that's obviously good. Definitely helping out with trout out. All right. The other game on the slate is the Cubs and the Padres. Alozay against Weathers. This game has a seven and a half total. The Padres are a slight one twenty three favorites. Let's start here with Alouze. He's the highest priced pitcher on the slate, but pricing really doesn't matter. He faces one of the tougher offenses in baseball here um, in San Diego. Big strikeout stuff. Obviously, the biggest strikeout rate on the slate at 29% since the start of last season. Strikes out both sides of the plate. Struggles a lot more lefties than he does with righties. And the good thing for him in this matchup is there's only a few lefties in this lineup, but all the good bats in this lineup are righties. I mean, most of the good bats. I mean, got to give Hosmer some credit. Got to give Cronenworth some credit. This is a high strikeout pitcher against a low strikeout team. If Alizé is going to be really chalky, which he should be, I mean, it's just one of those things where you have to take a shot on him because he is going to come in at lower ownership than Bundy and he has the highest strikeout rate on the the slate. It's just he's facing a team that walks a lot and doesn't strike out a lot. So that's obviously super concerning. You know, just kind of looking at some of the batted ball data, he uses a slider sinker combo a lot. The slider is going to be really good against like Machado. Tatis is very good against sliders. The slider is going to be good against Hosmer. Uh, so and really good against fam. Fam is terrible against sliders. So, you know, just kind of looking at like the stinker <laughs> sinker stats, um, this seems really bad against sinkers. So I think if, Alizé is mixing up his pitches, using his sinker a lot in this game, um, then he's actually someone that can pitch really well here. So on the other side, we have Weathers. He's a, a low strikeout pitcher. And, I mean, his pitch count is finally up over 80. Like, he threw 88 last time against the Cubs last start. Um, You know, so he struggled against this team in that game. Facing them on a smaller slate with very limited pitching. I mean, he's somewhat in play here, but he struggles against righties. They're going to stack the lineup with righties here. And, you know, especially with like Jock Peterson banged up now too. Um, But they said he's feeling better. I don't think he's going to be in the lineup here. Um, And then Javi Baez left the game Sunday with a sore thumb. So we'll have to see if he's in the lineup or not. But, I mean, Weathers is my least favorite pitcher on the slate. I would much rather play Kowar, um in this one. So as far as bats go in this game, the Cubs are actually my favorite stack. I think they're going to be a lot of people's favorite stack. I think they're going to come in at pretty high ownership in this one. You know, I do think... I do think, like, the Angels have a chance to be higher owned in this one. Um, but Yeah, I, I really like the Cubs here. Um, Bryant and then Contreras. I like the idea of playing wisdom. He's 3,600 in a small sample size. This guy is just crushing left-handed pitching. He has a 579 ISO and a 499 Woba. He's hitting the ball up in the air and he has a 63 hard, hard, hard hit rate. I mean, I like Patrick wisdom a lot. Um, I have conviction plays on lineup HQ for premium today and spoiler alert. He's going to be a conviction play for me today. I really like this spot for him. Um, Just crushing the ball and still way too cheap. And, Pricing really not going to come into play today. It's not going to matter as much, but I mean, I think this is a day that I'll probably pay up for Contreras and get my catcher spot. Love Bryant. If I'm playing this stack, I want Rizzo. I want wisdom. And if Javi Baez is in there, I'll play him as well. So really like the Cubs today. And I think this is a great spot for them. If Marisnik is in there, he's another option. Um, I, did, I thought I read a report that he was going to be back. Yeah, they said he could be back Monday. That's why I said if he's in there. Um, he's the guy that could potentially be back here. And if, if Jock is going to be hurt, Marisnik might crack the lineup and actually draw a good lineup spot. So that's why I wanted to bring him up. As far as the Padres' bats go, I mean, it's the same guys. It's Machado. It's Tatis. It's Cronenworth. It's Hosmer. I am like I said, I'm a little concerned about like some batted ball data for these guys. You know, they're definitely gonna be popular on this slate. Pricing's not really gonna be a thing here. So I think Tatis obviously makes shortstop a position that a lot of opportunity costs. If you if you fade Tatis, because if bias is out, it's not like there's a ton of upside here at shortstop. You know, a lot of these guys aren't great, so I think Tatis could potentially be the highest owned hitter on the slate for a good reason. Like, you know, like I said, raw points are going to matter. It's not like there's a lot of great options here at shortstops today. Um, maybe you go Jose Iglesias instead, but I mean, shortstops a really weak position today. Um. I think that's kind of it, you know. Overall, again, just like my general breakdown of how I'm going to approach the slate is, I think I'm going to play Coar. I'll probably end up playing some Bundy and some Alize. I probably won't play Weather, so he'll probably be the highest scoring pitcher on the slate. But Cubs are my top stack. I like Coar a lot, and I mean it's a two game slate. So you got to take some chances somewhere. And I think Cor is just where I'm going to end up taking some chances on this one. So that's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back big slate tomorrow. to be on the podcast. We'll be breaking it all down. Good luck everyone. We'll see you guys again on Tuesday.